0: What's up everybody? Welcome to Skate Day. What's up? <laughs> Skate Day. <date. laughs> Skate Date is a podcast made by two roller skaters who were like, "Oh, we're so in love. We want to start a podcast." Actually, that's a lie. It was Shove's idea. Wait, we weren't in
1: love? That no, was a
0: lie? No, that one's not a lie. That's it wasn't it. like I'm us outta together. Here. <laughs> it was no come back. It wasn't like like, uh, "Woo, let's start a podcast." It was like Shove being like, "You know what, babe? Sounds fun, a podcast." And I was like, "Let's do it." And now we're here. We're here. All because of my little mistake. But you know what? (laughs) I don't think it was a mistake. I think it was a great idea. It was a great idea. Yeah. So now we're
1: here. Welcome to Skate Date.
0: Skate date is all about talking about the real world, which is everything that's not roller skating or just honestly, whatever we want to talk about.
1: And the real world where we talk about things going on in skating, whether it's like something new and exciting, it's drama, it's community based, it's wow, this really cool skater date, yada, yada, yada. Or it's like, look at this cool skate stuff that I really want to look at and talk about.
0: (laughs) And then we help you to find love, whether it is platonic or romantic and find your skate date.
1: And we try to answer your questions the best of our abilities.
0: (laughs) It's pretty great. So I'm Rebel.
1: And I'm Shove.
0: And this is us as Shovel.
1: Shovel. Can Can you you dig dig it? it? (laughs) I can. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So yeah, it was a pretty good week. Yeah, Uh, it was. We went, well, first of all, we were like, we're going to go through our closets and throw away everything that doesn't fit our amazing aesthetic that we have. (laughs) And what really
0: been on a list for a while of things that we've been meant to do,
1: mostly for rebel and for me, I was just like, I'm addicted to my clothes. I have many looks. This is what I'm doing, but then this stupid TikTok or well, no, it wasn't a TikTok. It was IGTV of like these really stylish like European women that are all like super rock and roll decked out. Oh
0: my god, we love them.
1: And they were, like, doing a whole, like, do you remember getting what it was like to get ready to go out with your friends? So it's, like, this total fashion haul. And it was, like, oh, I need to step my hat game up. It was to die for. I need more silver rings. Oh, my gosh. I definitely have enough bell bottoms to pull off. I don't have enough
0: (laughs) uh, animal print to pull it off. Like, all my animal print is for, like, skinny rebel.
1: Uh, And so
0: I had to, like, I had to get rid of a lot of it.
1: Yeah. It's really hard to, like, go through your closet and be, like, I don't fit this anymore. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, when I lose five pounds, I'll wear this again. It's like cool to have that one special thing to like, if your weight fluctuates, like, yeah, go ahead and keep a couple of things. But if you're like, this is just making me sad, please just get rid of it. There's more harm than good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for me, I saw that video and I was like, I don't want to keep anything that doesn't fit this aesthetic or my poofy dress. I'm a princess grunge princess aesthetic. (laughs) And then like a couple of things are like, you know, get dirty in. But I was like, who am I kidding with all these things that like I wore? I haven't worn in like three years, two years, one year. Like, just get out of here.
0: Yeah, same. So, yeah. So I've gotten rid of... I think probably four trash bags full of clothes.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. And it's we're not just wild. like throwing them away. Uh, Rebel will put it like in the alley because there's a lot of uh, houseless people in our neighborhood. And that way they can like, they always take them too. So they that take way, them
0: within like 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: so it's like going to someone in need. Um, we're probably going to sell some stuff on Instagram stories or something. So that I could replace the stuff that I just right. got rid of. <laughs> uh, with the old and with the new. But yeah. yeah, we also decided to go on our first date yesterday in like a year.
0: and it was awesome but it was also like oh yikes these are all the things that like i hate about going out and, yeah, they really
1: um, messed up our first drinks. Well, first they didn't give us service in a really long time. We had to wait someone down. Then they get the first drinks we ordered had way too much peppermint when well, that wasn't and it wasn't an even an, even an ingredient. ingredient. So we send those back. The next drinks were great. We order food. They then, never brought us food. No, the, they were like the fryers down, so we had to reorder. Then an hour went by. Other people that just showed up got food, and we're like, "Where's our food?" It's been an hour, and they're like,
0: "Um, sorry, the kitchen said no."
1: Yeah, and they were like, what? "I was like, the kitchen said no. What? And it took you an hour to tell us that. Like, you forgot to put it in, and now the kitchen's closed. Is what you Anyways, mean? Anyway, so yeah. oh, and then there were annoying kids playing by
0: us? on the classic cars. Yeah,
1: and no one was doing anything because there's only two servers working, and the parents were just like, "Whatever." <laughs>
0: It was wild.
1: And I was just reminded that like, oh yeah, I don't actually like the real world. I don't actually like all these things that we weren't allowed to do for a long time. I know, right? <laughs> like
0: some of them I like, but most of them I'm like, this is overpriced.
1: Yeah. It would have been fine if it was like only one thing went wrong, but it was like, oh.
0: It was just compounding. I just
1: needed to have a hair in my food and it would have been full, fully on. <laughs>
0: uh, right. Um. Yeah, so that is a little bit about our week. Something exciting that I wanted to tell you about, babe. I know what? that you've like kind of seen these, but I just got some new earrings into Cheers to the Queer shop, and they are little mini skates, but they are stud earrings.
1: Wait, those are earrings? I've been yes. eating them.
0: No, you have not been eating them. Shut I thought up. they were candy. We need to check your intestines. Oh my God, I thought they were skate shaped skittles. Puncture your lungs.
1: Maybe that's what that pain is.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so they (laughs) look like little mini skate erasers or little mini skate candies. And um, they're actually just stud earrings. And I call them skate and stud on them earrings. And Um. what's cool is that there's a set that is rainbow. And then there's also a set that has cool colors. So, like, purple, blue, aqua, and green. And a set that has... Warm color, so pink, red, orange, and yellow. We have
1: Taste the Rainbow. Skittles, but not. (laughs) We have Cool Aid. And then we have Tequila Sunrise.
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to change the names (laughs) of those to that. Those are so good. Anyway, so if you get the rainbow set, you only get one of each color. But, like, it's way more cool to mix and match. Just like your socks. Skate earrings. And it's, like, a subtle way to be, like, I'm a roller skater, but also, like, I'm settling
1: nuanced. <laughs> and you can buy a pack with your best friend. And then you can be like, I, if you're like, I really to have matching ears, then you can trade with them.
0: Oh my God. That's so cute. I love
1: that. <laughs> How much are they, babe? They're $20 a pack. Ooh. And where can I find them?
0: You can find them on Etsy.com slash shop slash cheers to the queers.
1: That's awesome. I wish my ears weren't stretched so that I could wear them.
0: We can just get your second piercing on your ears done. Nah. <laughs> when we first started dating, Shove got a nose piercing because she wanted to be like me and have multiple nose piercings. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into this real world.
0: All right, so real world. The real world where we talk about real things like pandemic trauma.
1: Yeah, this could be something I totally made up, but I've been thinking about it the last couple of days. I really don't think you
0: just made this up. I definitely think that pandemic trauma is a very real, very tangible thing.
1: No, like for sure it's a thing, but like in the way like I want to talk about it, I'm like. I'm sure it's under the umbrella of it, but it's not what I think when I think like trauma.
0: Okay, so how do you wanna define pandemic trauma?
1: I don't want to define it as a whole because that's gonna be a whole nother episode when we're actually out of this and then trying to process work through the trauma. I Mm. feel like we're still in it. But I think what we're address what I'm trying to address this specific episode is when you're you see like the light at the end of the tunnel. And you're like, okay, we're almost there. Like we're almost back to the actual real world. (laughs) Like what things used to be. We're going to be post pandemic, but we're still in the pandemic. So I feel like the world is starting to shift. Like so many people are getting vaccinated. You're starting to see more people go out, feeling more confident and safe to be out people gathering in groups. And I feel like it's doing something to the psyche where a lot of us feel guilty when we go out or we're still like, throwing like fingers and like shout like call outs of people that are gathering and traveling. And it's like weird because you're like, wait, technically they can do that now. But then there's still a pandemic.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it's all very weird. It's definitely messing with my psyche. Like I have been fully vaccinated for about a month now Mm -hmm. where like I'm it's past the point where it's like fully gone into effect. So I'm hundred percent safe. Everything is all good. And yet I still feel weird. Like I can't like let anyone know that I'm outside. <laughs> and maybe it's because we took the pandemic and the quarantine and everything like so seriously, like we took it more serious in our household than most of the people that I know. And so maybe it's because it's like an extreme And then like, you know how, okay, you know how when you do a New Year's resolution for a full year and then like on January 1st of the next year, you're like, oh, no, I shouldn't be doing this.
1: Have you ever had that experience? No, because, you know, I don't believe in resolutions.
0: (laughs) Okay, so one year when I was a lot younger, I decided to not eat chocolate for a whole year. Don't ask me why. I'm a psychopath. Obviously. I just wanted to see if I could do it. And so I didn't eat chocolate for a full year. And then on January 1st, I remember eating a brownie and I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Like, I shouldn't actually be doing this. (laughs) But it was like, it was fine. Like, I could just, like, eat chocolate because the time was up. Mm Mm-hmm but it felt wrong. Like I felt bad. And so maybe it's that same thing, but applied with like lots more glaring eyes and like lots more seriousness than just not eating chocolate. Yeah.
1: Cause there's a couple of things like one, you're like, I don't know. I feel like there's been this whole, like we've been constantly being told like, no, you can't do that. You shouldn't do this. Like, no, 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 no. This will cause people to die. This will cause this pandemic to go longer. And it's just like this whole thing we have been hearing for a whole year. And it's just like hard to be like, okay, now you can. You're free. And it's like, it's almost like a dog that has to deal with like a shock collar. And it's like, once that shock collar is off, they're still not going to walk through.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also weird when not everyone has the freedom mm-hmm. to do it. And it's not like there's some sort of marking on us that demonstrates that we're free to do it. So like people probably see us or hear that we went out on a date and they're like, oh, my God, how could you have done You're that? A hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. But it's like we're both fully vaccinated. So we literally can. And our whole household is fully vaccinated and our family like. Yeah. Literally we are fine and yet I still feel bad and I'm sure that other people are like, What's going on with you? You well, know Well,
1: that goes into the other part of it is not only like being told that you can't for so long, but also like the whole you've like the whole call out of like you were out with your friends without a mask or like you were at an outdoor bar or at a restaurant and, like there was so much of that and like public shaming so like, much public like shame. yeah even like we've done it so mm-hmm. like and it's like because it's like hey like you're being selfish stop doing that and now it's like hard hard for me i know to shift and be like well maybe like that whole group's been vaccinated like i know for me i was at work the other day and my co-worker was like hey are you cool if i take off my mask and she's been vaccinated for months now and i've been vaccinated for one month and i was like yeah you're good and then like for some reason i kept wearing my mask and then all of a sudden i was like wait i don't have to like even the cdc said like if two if you're both vaccinated if a bunch of people are vaccinated in one room, like you're fine. So like now we're both without our mask on. It was like, wow, this is crazy. Like it feels so wrong, but it feels so great at the same time. And then when the one person that doesn't have a vaccine, we put our mask back on because then it's like we got to respect them. So but it's just so weird.
0: That's so weird. Yeah, no, I literally went to dinner with my friend the other day outside and there was like no one anywhere near us. And I was like, I feel so bad. That I am out with my friend who is also vaccinated and at this restaurant when there's like no one within even 10 feet of us and, you know, whatever. But it is like you feel so bad.
1: Yeah, And then you feel privileged, too, because it's like, oh, yeah, I could do this. And you're like, oh, some people can't like they're still still waiting like at least we're like like i've had other people in other countries be like oh you're like you're so lucky so many Mm -hmm. people have been vaccinated like our president doesn't even believe in it like we're not gonna get him anytime soon
0: yeah yeah it's it's crazy it's
1: crazy that america is like Sort of getting their shit together and oh, actually I mean, doing this. But that
0: doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Like America's never been good at following rules, but definitely <laughs> America would get on track when they're like, oh, we want to be the first ones oh, the first. to one, fix our economy. And two, <laughs> we just want to fix
1: our economy. Yeah. We want people to get back to work. Money, money, money. Yeah. so what it always comes back down to. I don't know. It's just like, it's weird. Cause like the whole travel thing too, like, I ha- we have a friend that traveled recently and then someone we used to know uh, was wilding out and being like, how dare they go? Like they're talking about making sure you wear a mask and being like safe during a pandemic and then you're traveling, blah, blah. And it was like, have you watched the news? Like you're going from one area that has really low numbers to another area that has really low numbers and like you're still wearing a mask there's a shift but then like I can't be like hey you should stop talking crap because this person still is probably having this like pandemic trauma of like not understanding that like the world's shifting now
0: well I mean because there was a lot of talk and this is something that I also felt very strongly about slash feel very strongly about about like white people going to predominantly Uh, locations that are predominantly Mm -hmm. black or predominantly by POC locations by POC locations and like not wearing masks and spreading COVID and stuff and that was definitely a big thing but at this moment when people are already vaccinated like you're not spreading anything yeah you're like and if you're staying away from everyone like you're not endangering other people and so it is important for us to make that shift mentally in our own heads because like i know i'm still trying to catch myself because i'm being judgy as hell too and i like have to keep like going back and being like "Rebel, you know like you should not be judging because you know x y and z says everything is fine but it's like it doesn't feel fine because i'm traumatized
1: yeah i don't know it's a lot it's It's a lot. lot and it was like a lot of talks about how like we have physical trauma and like this time last year how things were still like super 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 scary like now we're like this is our new norm but like they are saying like a lot of people have these body pains and stuff and it's because like we're hitting a whole year and it's like our bodies are remembering everything that went through and like now it's like a whole you're gonna have the whole trauma of like what this did to us socially and everything like I had a bunch of coworkers that were in town, well are in town and they came to the HQ office on Friday. And I just felt like I didn't know how to act. Like I put my skates on for a little while and then I was just like, this feels weird. Like we all had our mask on we were all like separated still. And like most of us are vaccinated, but it was like, I don't know how to act with all these people like the talk. And it was literally like just six new people around. And I was like, um, like just being socially awkward. I was like, I don't remember how to act.
0: I mean, I've had a couple people like hit me up to go skating and I'm like, Oh my God, going skating with new people. <laughs> ah, like i can't do that yet like i'm not in that space yet like i haven't even hung out with my my friends that i've had for forever you know like much less meet up with new people one it's good because i like I'm, i'm still injured really so i'm not able to really go on a long skate with a person another person so that's like kind of the excuse i've been using but also I'm just I feel weird like I can't do it yet and I don't know it's weird because I don't feel like I have an explanation like I don't know I feel weird like I I don't know yet I'm not ready I don't (laughs) it's gonna take me some time to get used to this yeah
1: and I'm already naturally a really anxious person and like so even when I'm hanging out with my friends like close friends I'm like I'll say something, and then I'm like, "Oh, why would you say that? They hate you! Like, oh, I was so stupid. Stop talking!" And so, like, I can only imagine with someone like new, new that definitely, like, I know, like, has no reason to like be like, "Oh, this person's cool," <laughs> like until like, and I so like I'm gonna start oversharing or over talking or like rambling or just the opposite, where I shut down completely and say like two words the whole time, and it's just like I don't know where I'll be at, and it's like even weirder because it's like. Oh, my God. I haven't been forced to act normal in a long time.
0: Yeah. Like, me and Rebel
1: are just extra weird now because we definitely don't do anything normal. And we're like, what's it called? Like, we went feral, basically. We've just been like (laughs) the two of us in the house. We're
0: so weird. We're
1: so weird. We're so gross (laughs) now. Like, it's like, I don't... (laughs) I don't want anyone else to come over. The
0: team. We are so weird and feral right now. Yeah, it's
1: just like we've been left to our own (laughs) devices for a whole year. Yeah. It's like, what's even socially acceptable anymore? Like when we were at the beach on our anniversary (laughs) and we're laying on the blanket for our picnic and I had... um. Was it a dress? or oh, no, it was shorts. I had, like, shorts on. And then so, ravel my butt is in the air because we're sideways and we're, like, holding each other. And she has her hand on my thigh and she straight up lifts my shorts <laughs> all the way up to, like, fill out my butt cheek. And I'm like, babe, like, there's people all around. I'm like, we're in public. Like, we're in public right now. What are you doing? <laughs> and i was just like, it's because we're usually, that was the first time we've cuddled outside. In, like, a, over a year. So, of course, she's going to fill me up and not thinking, like, hello, don't show your girlfriend's ass to the whole world on the bluffs." Oh, guilty. Good I'm times. super guilty of that one. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: definitely just weird and don't know what to do with myself. And life is weird and funny. And, yeah. So, now that times are changing, what adjustments are we making?
1: Well, the one adjustment we're not making is the mask. We're still keeping our mask on. Mm -hmm. Um, Still say, remember to still like take all the precautions because like, you're not a hundred percent immune just because you have the vaccine. So still kind of do the same things. Um, The adjustments are now, if you invite like a bunch of people that are fully vaccinated to your house, you can hang out. So like, I know we're going to have a barbecue next month and it's going to be our first like get together since we've lived here, to be honest, because yeah, we because waited, we moved in December, and then you know, bam. four months later, yeah. So, um, I just think it's like little adjustments is like being able to be social again with like people outside of your quarantine circle, and that's crazy. I was talking to my coworker slash friend, and she mentioned that um, she felt like she lost friends over the pandemic. And that's the roughest one, that there's like people they lost contact with through the whole last year. And it's like, what do you do when the world opens up? Like, are you just like, hey, what's up? And you're friends again, or are those friendships over? Like, so I think it's a lot of like, making sure that like we're not holding that like well that person never reached out to me and like just remembering like everyone went through this huge trauma like this isn't normal what we did like it might feel like normal now but nothing about the last year was normal so we got to remember like when those people do reach out or you're gonna reach out like don't be afraid like i think it's completely normal i don't think anyone's gonna be mad at you like they're gonna understand that like hey like it is what it is like didn't make it to the people that are like necessary to be in your inner circle, whether cause they live the closest and like, it's good to have like that, that support system. But I think like, you just got to really know that it's okay to like forgive people and like lower your expectations and know that like now the doors are opening back up. That's when you're going to revive those friendships and relationships.
0: Yeah. I definitely think it's a, Hey, I haven't talked to you for a year. I've been through some shit. Have you been some, through some shit? Yeah. Okay, great. Let's uh be- let's go out to coffee or let's do something. Come, yeah,
1: right? Come over for a drink and you'll imagine like how amazing it's going to be though. Like having a year's worth of stuff to talk about to a friend you haven't seen in a long time. So
0: much stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah,
1: like it's almost kind of cool cuz it's like going to be epic to be like, "Wow, this group of people hasn't been together in that long." Like, yeah,
0: it'll be cool. I definitely feel like my friend circle has gotten very very small yeah so it'll be interesting to see but I also feel like I've gotten rid of some people that I never want in my life right? ever again and I was like oh, thanks yeah.
1: pandemic you did that for me Hallelujah! it does suck that we don't have a valid excuse anymore like we can't be like I'm sorry quarantining yeah that is true but. <laughs> Um, I just want to remind people to not be so quick to judge right now I know it's really hard and it can be uh, triggering in a way to like see people doing things that we haven't been allowed to do for so long. And I think now it's all about shifting all the call outs and trying to be like, this person was hanging out and being like, hmm, maybe they're allowed to. But it's just weird because we don't know. Um, So just start shifting your frame of mind, I guess.
0: Yeah. Keeping an open mind and just being like kind to people.
1: Yeah. And just still watch the numbers and wash your hands and wear a mask.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on over to the Wheel World.
1: Welcome to the Wheel World. Oh my gosh, I feel like we already know skate cells went through the roof. Yeah. And then you can't find anything skates. You couldn't find any wheels. You couldn't find skate leashes. You couldn't find bearings. You couldn't find toe stops. You couldn't find anything. You couldn't find
0: tools. You still can't find any tools, to be honest. They sell
1: out pretty fast still. Uh, But what's crazy is like, now everyone has their skates. Well, most people have their skates. And... Now it's, like, every single accessory you could think of. Like, things I never even saw before this pandemic are now, like, a thing to put on your skates. And, like, everyone's buying them.
0: Yeah, it is wild, the amount I... Okay, so before... So the only reason why I have any sort of metric for this is based off of the things that people ask me to review or to talk about on my Mm -hmm. YouTube. And previous to the pandemic, the main things that people asked for were like, you know, wheels. (laughs) It was like beginners, what they wanted to change was like the wheels and like the toe stops. And now beginners are out here like, let me change my cushions and let yeah, me no adjust one my about trucks or my switch out my plates or like <laughs> do all this stuff that literally no one ever cared about before. I mean like not <laughs> no one, like I'm saying primarily beginners. Yeah. Beginners never cared about any of this stuff because they were just like, let me just get on some wheels and like try it. And whatever wheels are gonna be best for going over little cracks. Like that's what
1: I want. Yeah. I think now it's just like information overload and they're being marketed to. Like skaters are being marketed to all the time because everyone watches YouTube. Everyone's on Instagram. So like they see all these like other skaters that are creating like skate charms and stuff. And like it's constant marketing when you think about it. And then like it's a lot of information too, of like, you should do this. You should do this. You can do this. So then people are like, Oh, I should try that. I should try that. I should try that. And next thing you know, you're like did I just spend $2,000 in a month?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that what's happening is, and like I'm aware that I'm part of the problem. You are definitely. I um, am too. <laughs> but we just give so much information out, and because people are more like on the internet than they are in yeah. person, it's like they're just consuming all of this like skate content. And in skate content, it's like, you know, this is what I use. And it's like a beginner doesn't need a moxy Jack boot period. No. Like you might like one and that would be great. But like the Moxie Jack boot is my favorite skate period. Like I love it. If mm-hmm. I could, I would switch on all of my skates <laughs> to it, but I, whatever I don't. But, Like I know, like there are beginners who are like, I should get the moxie jack. But I'm like, honestly, it's a really big investment when you're a beginner skater. Like you should get the rainbow rider or if you want to spend more money, like the lolly or the beach bunny. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy, like that. That's what's happening. And they're like, oh, I need to make sure I have the right bearings and I need to make sure I have the right all of this stuff that pre pandemic. It was kind of like you just throw some skates on.
1: Yeah, I think before the pandemic, it was more like you went skating with your friends and like you met people and you'd be like, oh, what kind of wheels are you using? And I'd be like, blah, blah. And you'd be like, oh, how do you like those? They'd be like, oh, I like it for this kind of skating. And you're like, oh, that's what I've been doing. So then you'll try what that person recommended. And then you kind of just fill it out and then you don't really hear about something else until someone mentions it or you see it so like since there wasn't so much constant stuff coming out you didn't feel the need to buy stuff like i didn't hear about like swiss bearings for like a really long time and then someone was talking about it and i was like oh that sounds awesome so then like i bought some but that was probably like two years into skating and now i feel like as someone that works at a skate shop like an online one i see these orders come in and it'll be like a lot of stuff and you can tell but it'll be like i got a rainbow rider but then i want to get ceramic bearings and 101 roller bones and it's like if you're a new skater they'll have a wheel that 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 hard like it can be dangerous, but then you see that like that's what people are recommending. So you, you do it and it's like, oh, no, like baby steps.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of people asking me, what is the best wheel? What is the best toe stop? What is the best type of bearings? And it's like when you first start skating, you do not need the best, period, period.
1: Yeah, you don't need the best. I
0: mean, even when you're more advanced, you still don't need the best. (laughs) Like a good skater can skate on whatever, you know. Yeah, there's going to be some skates and some things about your skates that are going to help you versus like holding you back. But to skate, all you need is like a boot with some wheels on it attached with a plate and trucks. Like that is what you need to skate. And you don't need the best boot there is out there and you don't need the best wheels out there and you don't need the best plate or the best trucks. And don't let anyone tell you that you can't be a good skater without X, Y, and Z because it's just not true.
1: Yeah. When I'm in the virtual skate shop, I always tell people, I'm like, you can get these, but you don't need them. And I say, I always tell them like later down the line, when you're like, oh, I like this, like I'm skating, this is definitely 100% for me. That's when you invest in something different. Because the funny thing is you might think like you want to be one type of skater and then you realize you're going to be a completely different kind. And every kind of skating has a different thing you're going to want. Also, everyone's going to like something different. Mm -hmm. so like, what works for me isn't going to necessarily work for you I know a lot of people that hate my favorite outdoor wheels, but I like them Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that skate fun days everywhere, I hate skating them fun days anywhere but the skate park and that was when I was new, now they're too slow for me, so it's all about your personal journey, and it's really Mm -hmm. good to try things out, but then when you start buying like every single thing that someone mentions it's kind of like, I feel like we're doing retail therapy at that point, but I mean, at the same time As long as you're putting that money back into the skate community, I guess.
0: (laughs) I don't feel I feel like something we should say, like now that we're into this discussion is we're not hating on people who have bought a bunch of stuff or who like buying a bunch of stuff. No, we're saying that, like, if you feel the compulsory need to buy these things because skate influencers or YouTubers or people are telling you that you have to buy them, think twice about that. Like, because yeah. you probably don't need it.
1: Yeah. And it's like, if you just want it because you're like, these are cute. These are awesome. I want it. Then buy them. Treat yourself I'm yes. all about a treat yourself moment. I buy
0: lots of skate stuff that I don't <laughs> need at all.
1: And it's just that's just one of those things like so you want to have everything decked out. That's cool. And I totally get like all the accessories and stuff because you want to be confident in your skates and the cuter your skates are the cuter you feel. And we're not talking about that. Go ham. Um, make your skates what you want them to be. But we're talking about like hardware things that you think, or even the boot itself that you think you have to ball out and spend all this money when you don't. Or like one thing that bothers me that someone reached out and tried to sell to me too, was um they're not jam straps, but they're the, the other one. That's like a strap that goes through and it's supposed to keep your foot to the plate more. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah.
0: I know what you're talking about. I, I don't know what those I are I see though. so many
1: people on Instagram wearing them. And to be honest,
0: you don't need them. You
1: don't need them. If you need them or you feel like they're doing the thing they're marketed to do, it's your because skates your skates are too big.
0: Yeah, they're not sized right.
1: It's because, That's the only reason I'm like, if your skates are too big, yeah, they're probably helping. But you should never have to add anything. Literally,
0: the reason why I wore them in Derby is because my skates were a whole size too big. Yeah.
1: So like you'll, a lot of people will tell you, like even when they reached out to me, he was like, You're going to be a better skater with these like you. You have to try them. like you think you're skating good now, but you're not. This is going to make it makes everyone a better skater. And I was like, no.
0: If someone says that something that you buy is going to make you a better skater, think.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because I've seen people. Hmm. I'll tell you right now, I've seen people shred and beach bunnies like shred. And I'm talking about like stone stone was doing some crazy stuff in those beach bunnies like lots uh like uh all kinds of like slides um r- lots of rails like crazy stuff all over the place and i was like in some bunnies and they were like holding up and a lot of people were like no you have to have a jack boot and it's like no
0: have you seen the people that shred in kayas yes people shred in kayas and mm-hmm. kayas are but way way cheaper than a lot of other skates so, yeah, so it's not about, like, s- buying some certain skate stuff is not magically going to make you a better skater. Like, even even when, like, people said to me, like, oh, you should get some, like, better bearings because not better bearings like the company, better bearings like better bearings <laughs> like faster ones. Um because I'm a jammer in Derby and they were like, you should get some faster bearings because it'll help you gain speed on the track. It's not like I switched my bearings out and then all of a sudden was like five miles an hour faster. (laughs) It was like, I was like a smidge faster. Like it gave me like a hair of, you know, a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. And that for me is worth it. But like as a beginner skater specifically, you're not
1: going to be able to tell the difference. Yeah, nor do you want to necessarily fly that fast, especially if you're skiing outdoors. And like I told people, like, if you're not good at hills and you have these really good bearings on, you're going to pick up speed so fast and you don't even know how to really do a turnaround toe stop yet. That can be scary. So sometimes like the things that come at a lower cost, like. Are okay when you're beginners because you don't want to fly around super fast yet. I don't know, like, but yeah, it's very important that you do know. Like Rebel said, like nothing's going to make you a better skater. Um, Your talent it will help you. Like sometimes your skates can hold you back Mm -hmm. once you hit you hit a certain level. So I think there's like a thin line of just knowing the difference between the two. Yeah,
0: that is. (laughs) That is the wheel world, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah. So like just remember you're taking in. We love that you listen to skate day, that you love Queer Girl Street skates. You watch like all these other YouTube channels. There's so many skate YouTubes now. And everyone wants to share like things they know because it's things they learned through their skate journey. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm gonna share this with the people. And even though they're not trying to sell you anything, it just comes off that way. I like it's weird. It just happens because people want to do what they did. Um, and just make sure, like, you take all the information down and then you compare things and you really think about what you want to do personally and then do it. Cause then I feel like we do end up like, oh, we bought these wheels because this YouTuber was like, these are great. And then a month later, this YouTuber was like, actually, these ones are better. I don't like those. So then you buy those wheels and then you're like, just keep going and going. And I think, especially during a pandemic when we're like, we have nothing else to do, we just start buying. And I just want to make sure that. Y'all know, like, buy what works for you, not what the people are telling you to. Yeah, definitely.
0: And I will say, specifically me with my YouTube channel, most of the stuff that I'm reviewing, I'm reviewing because someone asked me to review it. Um, I'm not reviewing it because I'm like, I'm trying to sell this to you. Or I'm reviewing it because I need to justify purchasing it myself. <laughs> like, oh, I spent money on this. I should probably tell other people about it because I spent this money on
1: it. <laughs> no, definitely.
0: That's the wheel world. So let's go on to find your skate date. OMG. Find your skate date. (laughs) What's Find Your Skate Date, baby?
1: Find Your Skate Date is a segment where we try to help you find a skate date for the rest of your life. Like, shove to me. So, yeah, people write in like a little bio and what they're looking for, whether it's platonic or romantic. And they also send a little picture so we can post about them on our Instagram. And then other little skaters that hopefully live by you will find you. And then, yeah, skate magic will happen.
0: Well, <laughs> if you didn't know, Shove is so comfy to cuddle with don't ever do it I'll freaking kill you but she's so comfy and I just love putting my little head on her little shoulder and that could potentially be you with your future skate date
1: so write us in at dearskatedate@gmail.com. at gmail.com someone recently told me that they're like you're so cuddly who was I sitting next to I don't know oh I won't say because I don't want you to kill them but yeah someone recently told me that I was really cuddly I will kill
0: them <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, this find your skate date is Lydia. Lydia says, I am Lydia. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a 30 year old roller skater and fly fisher woman <gasps> from Sacramento, California. That's so cool. Anyways, okay. Um, when I'm not at work, I'm usually skating, fishing, or probably watching RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, what a well-rounded woman. I'm pretty new to roller skating right now as I'm just learning some of the basics like backward skating and transitioning. My goal is to eventually join a derby league. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to find friends in my area who are also skaters. Not looking for love, just friends, lol. I'm looking for experienced skaters who will help me learn and teach me things. I'm looking for new skaters to learn with, and I'm mostly looking for like-minded humans who want to connect, learn, and laugh with me. Connect, learn, and laugh. My Instagram is at lidellenskates. Oh my gosh! So um, Lydia sounds super cool. Um, have you ever gone fly fishing, babe?
1: No, I've always wanted to though, and it always makes me think of McDreamy and Grey's Anatomy. I know, right? It looks so cool and, like, tranquil. But also, like, your arm probably gets really tired. You're just, like, you keep going and going. I have always been
0: scared. Okay, I went fishing for the first time this year. And I've always been scared that, like, you go like this and you go to throw it. And then it gets stuck in your back. And then it rips your back.
1: It's terrifying. It's gotten stuck in my jacket Oh, God. Oh, God.
0: Um, I hate
1: it. I hate it. Also, for her first time fishing, she caught so many fish. But then it was gulping, so it's like, here, you might get stabbed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was, they wouldn't let us take the fish off of the hook because they were like, this is bad. You're going to get poisoned. And I was like, oh, okay. Anyways, So if you are Lydia's skate date, then hit up Lydia at Liddellan Skates. And if you are in San Francisco, wait. If you are in Sacramento, California and you are a skater, maybe you can be Lydia's
1: Skate Date. Go fishing for your Lydia. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) And if you want to have your profile read, again, date at gmail.com. Now, moving on from Find Your Skate Date to Deer Shovel.
1: It's funny because I feel like you keep struggling here and there, too. Or is it just I think you are because I'm high and you're like, you're struggling? Um, (laughs) I don't know. Lots of pauses. And I'm like, is she really pausing or is time slowing down? (laughs) All right. So now we have Deer Shovel. What do we talk about in Deer Shovel?
0: So in Deer Shovel, what we do is... We are the 2021 modern day Dear Abby. And for all of you who don't know who Abby is, Abby was this random person who was a writer for a newspaper who people would send in letters um, asking questions about random things. And then in the Dear Abby column, Abby would write back. So. We are doing a deer shovel where you ask us questions about literally anything and then we answer your questions, love shovel, and we have good and not so good answers. So we're not promising anything, but um, because it's super fun, you should definitely send us an email at deerskatedate at gmail.com entitled deer shovel and then ask us whatever question you have.
1: Let's jump on in. Okay. Dear Shovel, this may be a long question for Dear Shovel, but I hope you at least read this and ponder it. Pondering. Are are you happy that I have my glasses on and I can actually read it? Very happy. But I hope you at least read this and ponder it. I am just starting my roller skating journey and I have a ton of anxiety to leave my house and skate outside for the first time. I realized it was because I don't have any friends in my small town and I am afraid of falling in public. I'm not afraid to fall in public because I'm afraid of getting hurt, but rather I am afraid to fall as a tall and fat person and having people laughing and pointing at me. I feel like when straight sized people fall, they get in, are you okay? But when a fat person falls, it's a big joke and the fat phobia is strong. Will that happen? Probably not in my mid-sized town in central Wisconsin, but my anxiety still exists. My question is, how do you get over that internalized fat phobia as a new skater? Because I am alone in this journey, at least alone in person, I feel like I, can, I can't lean on anyone when the fat phobia becomes too much. And it's scaring me from putting on my skates and roll. Help. Aww. One fuck everyone who
0: thinks that being fat is bad or something to laugh at because it's
1: not true also sorry but even in your little town people will laugh and fat phobia is everywhere and i think like this sounds so dark to just be like to always expect it (laughs) to always be prepared like hope for the best (laughs) prepare for the worst like and you just gotta kind of reframe it. It's really about building your own confidence. It's about getting a really good speaker that you can clip to your belt, your fanny pack, and play music that makes you feel empowered and strong. And when you fall, people might laugh. People might come to your rescue. I am a very fat, large, fat black woman, and when I fall, people always try to run to my help, and I'm usually like, "Please don't! Like I'm fine."
0: But thank you. (laughs) I definitely think it is more likely that people will run to help you than it is that they will just like stand there and laugh at you. It's the kids that laugh. Yeah. If there are kids (laughs) around, they're the assholes. Um, I also think that um, I don't know, like adults for real, like they're embarrassed to be caught laughing because they know it's fucking rude. And so they're going to be a little bit more discreet about it, which might work in your favor.
1: Yeah, it's really tough when you're alone. Like I know when I skate by myself, I get really nervous until like I'm really warmed up. Like you just got to keep you got to push through that initial Like, it's going to be, you're going to show up, you're going to start skating, you're going to be like, oh my god, I'm freaking out, I'm all alone, like, there's other people here, they're probably staring at me, like, what's this fat person doing on skates, and then you're going to put your music on, you're going to be like, wait, I freaking love this song, you're going to sing to yourself, you're going to feel a little bit better. Once you start moving, like skating, you're going to notice your blood's pumping more. You feel a little bit better. Hopefully that helps with your like fight or flight. And you're just like getting your blood moving enough to be like, I got this. And before you know it, you're just focusing on how good skating feels and you'll be fine. But sometimes you won't win and you're gonna be like, this is too much to deal with. And then you just go home, but you try to stay out a little bit longer the next time.
0: Sometimes I'm trying to think of like what I do when I fall in public because I do fall a lot in public (laughs) and like how I address it. And I fall in embarrassing ways. Oh, my
1: God. Remember when we were were at Ryzen's No. (laughs) And for some reason, like the safety cones, the high ones. In some world you thought you could skate over it, even though you have really short legs, you're really short. I
0: know. It looked like I could skate over it. And it like
1: plopped her in her lady parts and she just superman down, but you jumped up so freaking fast. I was so embarrassed. You jumped up so fast in the state of the crowd and everyone was just like, Ooh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, ha, 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 derby. <laughs> you did see like, that. Like, just kept going.
1: All <laughs> I, I think was like, in what world did you think you were going to skate over that? But and I was in a big group of people.
0: Yeah, that was embarrassing. But nobody, like, laughed at me. Like, yeah. they were just like, oh. Yeah. Which I think is also more likely to happen as people going, oh. Which is also super embarrassing. But uh, the way that I deal with it is I try and laugh at myself. Definitely. Like, I try and think... Because you know what? Falling is funny. It is funny. Falling when you're fat is funny. You know, like, like my little boobies are going all up in the place. And then my my tummy is coming out and like, it's funny, you know? And so I try and think like, oh, that is kind of funny. And so I try and like imagine what happened from an outsider's perspective. Even if nobody's like out there watching or (laughs) laughing at me, I try and like laugh at it. Because also I think. Oh, this is going to be a great story. I'm going to be able to tell later, you know. And so I try. I I do think like falling is kind of a badge of honor in the skate community. And so I think of it as something like, oh, maybe I can tell my Instagram followers about this, and you know, someone will be yeah. like, ha, ha ha ha, and I'll be like, ha
1: ha ha. I get so mad if I fall and like no one was recording, and I'm like, dang it, I fell for nothing. <laughs> There's yeah. something about a fall; it's just hilarious when so you funny. watch it, especially and you put it in slow mo, and you're like. This is great. I'm going to post it. I'm going to turn this into a positive. Like, who cares? Because, like, all new skaters every size is terrified of falling and being laughed at. You have skaters, especially, it's just, like, you're in a marginalized, large body, and that's why you feel that way. Older people, like, older skaters have messaged me, and they're like, I'm afraid to fall because Very I'm scared, old. yeah. And, like, not because of getting hurt and being older, but because, like, the embarrassment. And I think it's just, like, we're always worried. Like, we always think it's going to be, like, in The Simpsons, that like one kid that's like, ha, ha, like, Nelson. Oh, that, that's yeah. what we hear. Like, that's where my mind goes, that there's going to be this loud voice, and it's just going to be this harrowing, like, ha, ha, like, and you're going to be like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Now, everyone's looking because someone's pointing at me and laughing, and all eyes are on me. But half the time, that's not even the case. Yeah. People see you fall. They're going to make their own. Ooh, or, oh no, or are you okay? And then you're going to get up and they're all going to turn around and not even think about you. And again. you're probably
0: literally never going to see those people ever again in your entire life. And they're not, once they leave, they're not thinking about it. Like they've forgotten already. They're like, haha, And then they like, la la, what am I having for lunch? <laughs> Like, that's literally what's happening. That's what I tell my public speaking students because they get really, really scared of public humiliation. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to say something. I'm going to be like, boobs. And then they're like, ah, I'm mortified. Oh you know, like nobody is going, leaving that classroom and being like, haha, this person said something like inappropriate and weird. It's like nobody cares. Like everyone's too self-centered and focused on their own life. <laughs> Most of the time people aren't even going to notice that you fell because they're so self-centered because that's what people are no it's real it's real though tell me I'm wrong
1: honestly the only thing that's to make it better is repetition Yeah, the more you do it especially the more you skate in one spot you'll start to feel like it's a safe place and you're like no like I belong here this is where I come to skate and like who cares what happens here like I'm just doing my thing yep so that's our advice for your question
0: I hope that we gave you like a good enough answer and um yeah if you have a question for us about anything doesn't have to be skating could be anything life centric could be about bowie could be about us could be anything uh you just can write it in a little email and send it to deerskatedate at gmail.com baby you want to announce the the next thing on our list um what's the next thing on our list well the next thing on our list is something called the five star parade we're calling it up
1: wait we're calling it a parade now it's a That's parade you. of people okay
0: okay it's a five star it's like a star it's a walk of fame a five star street a five star a five star community <laughs> the michelin star oh my gosh okay anyway so people give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and we like really 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 appreciate it like it's super super awesome and if you give us five stars then it'll help us fulfill our lifelong dream of being recognized by the man aka iTunes
1: not the man <laughs>
0: Um but if you give us five stars and you leave a little comment we will be super super grateful and we will shout you out and today this week's five star shout out goes to Reets 131 one. Reets
1: 131 wow 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 Reets you're the bomb.com <laughs> Reets 131 one says Starting listening to the podcast while I work and I feel like I'm more productive lol like I'm doing my work and my coworkers are chatting away with something interesting Wait that is so cute I love that Me too
0: Yeah so thank you so much that is so sweet Reads What do you do like what are we coworkers for like
1: what's your job Leave another 5 star review and answer a question <laughs>
0: start having conversations or (laughs) or just email
1: us i
0: mean yeah that's fine but yeah thank you so much reads we think you're the best we're so appreciative um if you like our podcast and you like us then you can leave five stars you can leave a comment or subscribe to us on our youtube because we're trying to get a thousand subscribers so that we can be monetized but like we're literally nowhere near that. So if you, even if you're not a YouTube person, if you want to just go on YouTube really fast and look up skate date podcast and then just be like, subscribe. Um, we would be like, thank you so
1: much. <laughs> yeah. We still need like 480 and 80. subscribers. So I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, babe,
0: but it's okay. It's okay. Maybe maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe. three right. years from now we'll be there. No, that's so extra. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, thanks for hanging out with us. Did you like the skate date, babe?
1: Um, I barely remember what happened. Uh, she showed up high to the skate date.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna come back and go on another skate date with her? They're like, no,
1: I don't take drug addicts.
0: They're like, um, I would have preferred if she would have offered us a joint. <laughs> what?
1: Don't Bogart that joint, my friend. Well, how's it go? What's the beat? I don't know. There's like an old song. Whatever. That's fine. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so what? Uh, we get drunk. No. So what? Uh, we smoke weed.
1: <laughs> We're just having fun. I was going to record my podcast, but then I got high. <laughs> da <Ba-da-da>. da <laughs> I was going to feed Bowie, but then I got high. Ba-da-da-da-da-da.